0: Hey there! If you're anything like me, you have dreams you want to make reality or goals you want to achieve. But let's face it, time is not on your side. You're busy, you're tired, and when in the world would you carve out the amount of time you would need to achieve anything above and beyond the day-to-day load you're already carrying? Welcome to Mom on the Fringe. I am your host, Amy Matthews-Mootville. I'm a busy mom of three young children, an entrepreneur, singer, voice teacher, and lover of any old piece of furniture that needs restoration. I am here to support you, encourage you, and give you tactical tips and tools to help you find those hidden pockets of time in your busy week and use that time to your advantage. Let's get started. This is Amy with Mom on the Fringe. Welcome back. And I say that to you and I say that to myself because I've taken a little hiatus from doing these podcast recordings over the last few weeks and I really don't have a good excuse and I don't like giving excuses anyway, so I'm going to refrain from that. But I will just give you a little indication of what's been going on with me because I really value transparency here and I really want to make sure that you are uh, understanding sort of where I'm going with things. I feel like your time is valuable and I want to make sure that we are all sort of on the same page about what's going on here. It's just important to me. I have sort of come across um, some resistance to um, the efforts I'm making here. And it hasn't been necessarily something that has been offensive to me, but I have had a couple of friends over the last couple of months um, individually uh, tell me or, or make comments to the effect of I don't know why people do podcasts. I don't know why it's so popular these days, and it seems like anyone can do a podcast. And uh, it seems like anyone who decides to have a platform is the authority on things. And I just don't get it. And you know what? It made me take a step back. And I have—I'd thought about that before. You know, I'm—I'm I'm not new to these types of criticisms, and and I don't necessarily, I'm not one who necessarily uh, lets people's opinions and criticism bring me down too often, but I did take a step back and really pray over what they had to say and uh, felt like, gosh, I need to really know what my point is here. I thought I knew, but honestly, it caused me to question what it was that I was doing, and I think that's a good thing sometimes to question and to step back and go, gosh, am I on the right track? Am I doing the right thing here? I really was excited about starting this podcast, and I really felt like I had something to say, and, uh, you know, the biggest part of, of me doing this uh, podcast is just to really have a community of people together who are all sort of in the trenches, uh, trying to do things um and so i really did not want to come across as an expert i did not want to come across like i was giving advice or preaching a message here um and that really caused me to step back and go okay what am i doing what is the point of this and how do i go from here if this is people's perception granted it was just two of my friends, but if this is even two of my friends' perception, what is it that I'm doing? So I did. I took a little time off, and I took a step back from it, and I decided, you know what? I need to – sorry, I had to check under my chair to see where my little puppy is. She's a little cockapoo. She's so cute. Anyway, um, I had to take a step back and really just evaluate – what it was that I was doing, and make sure that it had a really clear goal and a clear message for you. As you know, we could go on to our Apple iTunes or Spotify or wherever we listen to podcasts and we can find um, a bunch of them uh, that are talking about being a mom, that are talking about business, that are talking about uh, Christianity, that are talking about whatever, time management, that are, you know, there can be just so many different things we could, we could listen to. And I really think that we should listen to a, a lot of different things. We should read a lot of different things and get a lot of different perspective. That's kind of what I enjoy doing. Even if I don't agree, Even if I don't utilize a strategy that someone's teaching, I still enjoy listening and getting information. I love, I'm curious, I love learning, and I love just acquiring any kind of information that can help me be a better mom, be a better wife, do a better job at cooking, do a better job at cleaning, be a, do a better job at taking care of myself and time management. I just really enjoy that. I loved listening to different things. I listened to a lot of different business podcasts about um, doing online courses, and I listened to um, podcasts about uh, focus, and I listened to podcasts about uh, theology. And so for me, that's fun. And for me, that is something that really revs me up and gets me going. I really enjoy it. I get motivated by it. But I really did have to stop myself and think about, okay, I really want to make sure that whatever I provide here, That it is uplifting and encouraging, maybe shares a little bit of information that can be used, but that it is not coming from the place of expert, that it's not coming from a place of, look at me, guys, I'm over here, I'm going to tell you what to do. I really don't want to be in that position more than anything, I want to be in the position of just coming alongside of you and being your virtual friend who can chat with you about a variety of different things that I personally am going through or you're going through and just create this community of people who are all in this together. It does bring up An interesting point, though, what I went through, and then still, you know, at this moment, thinking through every day and going through in my head, and that is, who are we listening to? You know, we're all listening to someone. We're all listening to uh, either people that we see on Facebook, or we follow on Instagram, The news we might read or see on our favorite news station, the church we go to, the Bible study we're in, the neighbors we associate with, the friends that we hang with, the books we read, we're all influenced by someone. And if you don't think you're influenced, think again, because you are. There's somebody out there, probably a lot of people out there, who are influencing you at this very moment to do whatever it is that you're doing. And is that a bad thing? No. Not all the time. It's a good thing if those are the priorities that God has laid laid out for you. But I think it becomes a negative thing. When these influences are the voices in our head, they become the voices in our head that tell us how we should look, how we should be, who we should be, how we should think, what should we be accomplishing if it doesn't align with the Word of God. I'm going to back up here. There's a story I just wanted to share with you. This reminds me very much of a time in my life where I decided I wanted to live abroad. I wanted to go to Europe. And i had already been there for a program, a summer program, and I've probably shared this story with you before in some way, shape, or form. But It was around, I was around 27, 26, 27 years old, and I won a scholarship to study abroad. And I decided to go to Vienna, Austria. I don't know why. I don't know why it was Vienna out of all the places. I mean, I auditioned at different places. I got accepted at a school in Germany. And I said, no, I really want to go to Vienna. I don't know why. I just, I really want to live there. And so I got into a small private conservatory so that I could use my scholarship money. But before I left to do this, a friend of mine that I knew from my church college class pulled me aside and she was so worried. And concerned about what I was doing in her mind I was leaving the net the safety net of all of the people that I knew my family my job my life as I knew it and she really Struggled with the fact that I was leaving the church that we went to. And then I didn't know where I would go uh, to church once I got to Vienna. And I remember her doubt was just so palpable. I could just feel it. And I got really irritated. I remember getting very angry with her and saying, you know, I don't understand. This is this is ridiculous. I'm, you know, I've, this is a chance in a lifetime. I'm taking it. I don't get what you're saying, but it ate at me. And that year that I spent, I actually ended up living there much longer. But that first year when I was on the scholarship, it was hard. I did a lot of auditions. I failed a lot. I got a lot of rejections. I met people that weren't really out for my best interests. I had to navigate a new language, a new neighborhood. Trying to go to the grocery store felt like I was trying to accomplish a marathon because it was so different than what I had come from. And of course, I missed home, I was homesick. Anyone who's ever lived in Europe can attest to the fact that the winters are a little longer than you would like them to be, and that's just a really modest uh, exaggeration. (laughs) I really felt uh, like this winter would never go away. It went on and on and on, and it's funny, now we live in Texas where the summer goes on way too long. We're just now starting to get some cooler weather in the Austin area and everyone's just like, oh, thank you, God. Thank you. But anyway, the winters were long and they were dark and they were gray and it was hard. And I remember thinking about what this girl had said to me and letting it sort of get to me and cast doubt on what it was I was doing. I just wanted to experience something different. I had lived, I'd grown up in my hometown all my life. I knew the streets like the back of my hand. I could go anywhere. I didn't have to ever wonder where I was going and I was bored with that. I was tired of going to the same places to have dinner. I was tired of working the same jobs. I was tired of just everything about where I was. And I was, I was really excited about a new adventure. But that doubt that she cast really stuck with me. And I remember writing, I grew up with uh, my best friend. Her dad was our childhood pastor of our church. And I respected him and admired him and we had spent a lot of time at their house and I I just had a really good relationship with her dad and her family. And I remember reaching out to him at this moment of just absolute despair. And sending him an email was probably 2001. So yeah, we still, we had email then, but we didn't have like instant messenger or anything like that. So it took him a while to respond to me. And I sent him this desperate email saying, gosh, I just don't know. I don't know if this is where I'm supposed to be or what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm just worried that what this girl said to me is true. That I left my safety net and I put myself in a real, uh, in danger, I I put myself in a real predicament by coming here alone and not having a church and not having people that I can um, sort of have accountability with. That seems to be the, the big key word in a lot of Christian organizations is accountability and I'm not making fun of it. I think accountability is a great thing. But I really do feel like sometimes we use that as a reason not to take a leap and not to do some things that we probably should do because we're worried that we won't have accountability or we're worried that no one's going to catch us when we fall. And that's true. No one was there to catch me except for God. And I remember writing this, this letter and closing my laptop and just praying because I knew I wasn't going to get an answer for a while from this letter. It's kind of interesting now looking back that I wrote him a letter before I prayed. I probably prayed before that too, but um, I remember praying and just saying, God, what do you want me to do? And I remember opening up my Bible And there was the verse that said, whatsoever you do, do it all to the glory of God. And I remember weeping and just falling on my face in tears because it was a confirmation that I was where I was supposed to be. But more importantly, that I was doing it for his glory and not my own. And that it doesn't have anything to do with what we do, but who we give the glory to. A couple days later, I remember uh, my pastor had written me back and he he said something to the effect of, you know, I, I really appreciate you reaching out to me. And, you know, my only thought on this as I read what you have said is that I really believe that there's that verse in the Bible that says, what, whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. <laughs> and he went on to explain that, you know, it's just geography. It's just a career path. It's not necessarily um, a wrong or a right choice. Uh, sure, there are definitely career paths that wouldn't be glorifying to God. You know, but pretty much there's a lot out there that you can do that would, in one way or another, if you are, if you have your heart in the right place, those paths can bring glory to God. And it's kind of, he kind of explained it like, you know, it's it's basically asking God which shoe you should put on first, the right or the left doesn't really matter just put the shoe on glorify him so it was a confirmation of what god had already given me and it helped me sort of move forward in what i was doing because i did i struggled with doubt i think we all do when we're doing something that's out of the norm that no one else has done that we know no one in my family had gone to college. No one in my family had ever left the, the even, you know, more than a couple states away, so it was totally outside of my comfort zone. And I will say this podcast is right there 20 years later outside of my comfort zone. I've never done a podcast. Sure, I've blogged, I've spoken at women's events, I've sung all over I've done a lot of things that are outside of my comfort zone and found my way. So it doesn't scare me too badly now to do this podcast. But one thing that stuck with me that these friends pointed out a couple of months ago, same thing, they meant well. They wanted me to be in a safety net. They wanted me to have all the answers and be clear and be sure about what it is that I was doing. And that's great that they wanted that for me. It's great that they were looking out for me and caring as friends. But I allowed their doubt to cast a shadow on what it is I was doing. And while I was grateful for their their questions, and I was grateful for the opportunity for me, and I say this with all sincerity, I really mean it, The opportunity for me to take a step back and go, what is it that I'm really doing with this? I wanted to answer that again. I wanted to keep answering that question. I want to keep asking the question, and I want to keep answering it. And that is, what am I doing here? So I wanted to share that with you today. What am I doing here? Well, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm opening up my life to you. And hoping that we can create a community together. That's my that's my goal. I want a community of women who are like-minded, who are in the trenches along with me. And I might might be just a f- little further along than some of you. And I might be a little further behind than some of you. That's not the point. I'm not going to be the expert at all things. I don't want to be. I don't enjoy giving advice and I don't enjoy getting advice. So that's not what I'm here to do. But what I'm here to do is encourage you, maybe provide some tips from time to time as I read because I love reading and I love figuring out methods and systems and ways to make my life better and your life better, hopefully too. I love hearing from people about what is going on in their lives so that's a big part of this, but I just wanted to develop this group of people and talk to some things that we are going through as a society, as a generation of women who are sort of in this place of, you know, advanced technology where we can do whatever we want. But what should we be doing? It's really challenging for us. It's really challenging when we hear the message constantly that we were made for more when many times we're just trying to get through the day. It's really challenging to achieve goals when it seems like it takes so long to see any results or it feels like the days just come and go and we're just trying to get through it. So I come to you not as an expert, which is what I struggled with and took a step back and tried to kind of navigate myself, but more as a friend and someone to go along this journey with you. So I hope that clarifies for you what we're doing here. I love Being on this podcast, not because it brings me any glory, but my hope in this is that it helps you and encourages you. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that you can resonate with some of the things that I'm saying. We always want to make sure that whatever we're saying, especially in a place of influence, and by the way, We're all in a place of influence because we all have technology that's readily available. We can say anything, do anything. We have people watching us at all times. And so my goal is, at least for myself, that whatever I say and whatever I do, that it would be glorifying to God. Because that's the only thing I'm here to do. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to this podcast episode. It means so much for me. And please don't forget to leave a review. Till next time. Bye-bye.